0: God gave
3: you the Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus, the ultimate KISS podcast. This is Jay Scott from The Hook Rocks. I know I'll be listening. I hope you do too.
2: What's up there Kiss Army And Rock Soldiers Oh god, wrong album Um <laughs> That's what he calls his fans Tom and Zeus We're doing another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, Episode 75 Tom,
0: we're up to oh, 75 Wowzer, 75 And what better way to celebrate it Than with me Fuck <laughs> Let's get fucking
2: plastered. Um and we're calling this one Trouble Walking. So this is our second uh album review by a
0: kiss member yep. outside the, of Kiss. The Kiss so. Family Tree album reviews continue. That's right. We did Vinnie Vincent Invasion, All Systems Go, and now it's time for Ace. Yep. Yep. And uh other than that, how's everything over there in New Hampshire? Beautiful. It's getting hot. It's the middle of June, so uh, no, everything's going good. The world is slowly opening back up a little bit. So, but I'll tell you right now, I was outside. I was out today running a few errands on my lunch break because I'm working from home. I'm just gonna stay home. I have no use for going back out. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the lockdown. I hope they continue it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm all set with. I'm all set with people. I'm just gonna stay in my house. Did you feel like
2: maybe like me, where I'm like, I don't fucking miss anything. <laughs>
0: it's exactly I what i said to my... all
2: these people like hey I, want, like, I don't even want to talk to you i will go across the street to avoid seeing you and having to say hello
0: it's the same thing with me in the in the like, go to the grocery store i'm like ah, oh. I tell my wife i tell my wife i'm like can you go i don't want to go i don't want to go out i just like sitting in my house <laughs> i went
2: to uh a couple errands myself went to the supermarket
0: I've come to the realization I don't think I like people very much. I told you. <laughs> That's what I learned. I learned that I learned that being inside my house is probably the best place to be. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I hope nobody dies, but like I, I don't <laughs> mind this, you know, staying home shit. Exactly.
0: Working from home
2: crap, right? Yep.
0: All as long right. as I get, as long as I get the, my Wi-Fi and all that kind of, my phone's charged. I don't, I'm good. I don't care. I don't need anything. As long as
2: you can run your Kiss podcast.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. That's the the essentials. Yeah. <laughs> the essentials
2: of the quarantine. Hey, hey, is my my Kiss podcast uh, being able to be uh, played? Yeah. Oh, then we're all set. Who gives uh, a fuck? Uh,
0: Sir, uh, we're only allowing essential uh, people uh, out of their house. Oh, I'm essential. I have a Kiss podcast. I need to get some uh, materials for my uh, my my podcast. So, yeah, that's uh, I'm essential.
2: Yeah, we have we have some listeners in Bangladesh that need to hear us review Trouble Walking by Ace Fraley.
0: I, um, I need to go to my local record store and pick up a cassette of Trouble Walking if it's available.
2: Um. So uh last week we had a bunch of friends on uh, we actually do have friends um <laughs> and we did the kiss bff newlywed uh shocker we lost tom
0: <laughs> that's what everybody said it's like what the fuck we just can't win we just can't yep. win but it was what a great time that was having everybody on there that was a ton of fun i hope everybody enjoyed it as much as we did because that was a blast for sure we had a couple polls yeah, we had what we did. We did one poll. Uh, well, the the poll late last week. We did the poll about Bob Kulick. Uh, we yeah. talked about that, and then the poll that we had for this week. What was week,
2: the poll? What it, what was the end result of those songs again?
0: Uh, that uh for the for the Bob Kulick. Yeah, the, it was pretty tight. I believe it was All American Man kind of took the lead over Nowhere to Run on that one. Okay. Uh, and then the other poll that we did for the episode poll was based on the final question. Uh, from the newlywed game episode where it was what would your what would your teammate what do you think your teammate would rather attend the coventry concert from 1973 or the mtv unplugged concert from 1995 62 percent of the voters picked mtv unplugged interesting and i think a lot of in a lot of common thread on on that was um a lot of people said not just the reunion, but a more varied set list. Cause the Coventry 73, you'd, you'd hear just those tracks, you know, from the first yeah. album and some wicked Lester stuff, maybe. Yep. Yep. So uh, no, that was great. Do we get some feedback? Yeah. A couple comments on Facebook, uh, Mr. Daniel peoples. He said, uh, another, mm-hmm. enter- another entertaining one. I've probably said it before, but this type of episode is made to be done as a live cast. That's a good point. Maybe, maybe we'll yeah. do a live cast game in the future. Yep. Uh, The problem is the comments would come in. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, He says, I'm sure the reactions to both the questions and answers were hilarious. I know everyone is entitled to give their opinion and feel how they feel, but I can't be mad at Paul or Gene for how they did or didn't react to Bob's passing. Uh, anyone, as always, looking looking forward to the next episode. So he's just kind of saying his feelings about uh, Paul and Jean with Bob, and that's 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 his opinion. That's fine. Some people grieve and mourn privately, and we did talk about that. So we'll get um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more. We'll we'll, we'll get it. Yep, yeah. and then our, our buddy Jack Panaccio. <laughs>
1: Hejavi egodat darivam, améven be is a La 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 be
0: uh, he said once again you guys brought some damn great entertainment in this episode want to give a massive thank you for answering my question and for giving me my own little theme music <laughs> rock on can't wait for the next episode and then our buddy david Zanet. what time is it game time <laughs> um no, so we, we had a we had a, a ton of fun. So there's some Facebook uh, commentary there from last week's episode.
2: Yeah, Twitter, you know the usual. Deuce Deuce was drunk tweeting
0: as listening to our episode. He likes to do that. Speaking of live cast, I'd like to see Deuce do that. Do a yeah. live cast about you. Do a live cast about you listening to us.
2: He tweets a photo of Murph Eubanks. Yeah, <laughs> save rock and metal. Hilarious. Love episodes where it seems friends are just getting together at a bar busting on each other. The newlywed game is a great idea. We really like all the trivia games on all the podcasts because of the creativity it allows. Good job, gentlemen. Yeah, uh, a lot of this we do have to tip our hat to Sonny. Um. Yep you know this is one that We kind of all collectively worked on A little bit though on this one but Sonny Usually is uh, very good at this and then Murph does a great job hosting too as Well yep we had some from Smoke show 19 Listening during My run and I had to Stop running because I couldn't stop Laughing (laughs) big Surprise Hollywood Team one never Let him play He should always host Laughing my ass off! Excellent idea for an episode. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Steve, this one is Steve Warsap. There's a few Steves that comment to us. One of my favorite episodes ever. So many laughs. Had to listen twice. Wow. Should 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 we be worried about the minds that came up with some of the questions though? <laughs> Snogging. I don't know what that must be a British word. It's Kiss British, members yeah. and farts what the fuck T and Z do you know anything about each other oh um, God. and then uh, a Steve Dewood <laughs> go, go, go ahead don't tell I'm just I'm just laughing at the Dewood
3: oh man
2: keep um, going Still catching up listen to the very enjoyable real Alive 5 episode. Oh, yeah. By the way, you guys basically forced me to, but the Japanese Psycho Circus for the excellent bonus track.
0: Oh, well, yeah, because uh, Psycho Circus. Uh, it's we'll talk funny about this. We always
2: joke about this shit, but when we do album reviews, we always got to preface everything by saying, we're not gonna do the Belgium version of yeah. Rock and Roll Over with you know this we're album or this. We're gonna do
0: yeah, we're gonna do the boring US version because all the other all the other versions are always better, especially when yeah. it's the compilations and live albums. Yeah. Yep. All right, and then finally, do we have any emails? Uh, yeah, we got a couple emails. We got one from Mr. Teddy Barnes. Uh, he talking talking about the episode in the Bob Kulick live stream. He said, uh, the Bob Kulick live stream was great. The three of you have serious chemistry and are genuinely stupid and funny. Okay. (laughs) Um, He says it it sucks to lose Bob. Uh, Newlywed game was crazy good. Oh, God. Then he starts getting into some, uh, yeah. uh, Thank you, Teddy. I'm not going to read the rest of this email because, no, not doing it. (laughs) Love you, buddy.
1: God bless us all, huh?
2: God bless you, babe. Okay. Wish you luck in the future. Say your prayer. Thank you. Okay. See you later, fruitcake.
0: Okay. Bye. Um, and then we got another email from uh, Mr. Larry Neal and he says New listener here, holy shit The BFF episode was hilarious I'm binging the bonus episodes right now I hope to hear more of Murph Tony and Sonny Awesome, we love those guys And then you want to read the new email that we got today From uh, our friend there Mr. Angelo, oh boy Oh, oh boy, Angelo Capasso Angelo I'm going to forgive you because
2: you gave us a great review last time. Uh, the title says, you guys really know each other.
0: I'm, I'm sensing a running theme because we got a bunch of this shit. Well, I said something to Steve about that. I said, Steve, don't judge Zeus and I's friendship on based on who thinks whose ass smells worse from kiss. <laughs> okay. That, that's really not a fair judgment. What the shit Tom and Zeus.
2: Are you sure you guys have been buddies for 30 years? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Come on, Zeus. Paul Stanley as Tom's favorite vocalist. I've only been listening to you guys for six months now, and I swear I know more
0: about Tom than you do, Zeus. It's Gene. That wasn't the question. The question to defend to defend you, Zeus, the question wasn't favorite, it was best. Yes, right. Who's the
2: best vocalist? So I overanalyzed it and I said he's gonna say Paul is his best. The best vocalist, but his favorite would be favorite member. I still never, I don't think I've ever heard you say to me, Oh, I love Gene's voice the best. You just like, I always, I've always heard you say, Gene, Gene's my guy. Right, right. Yeah. Never said, Yeah, Gene's voice. I don't know. Whatever. He, He goes on and says, I was running with my headset, screaming my head off. These poor people looking at me as I ran must have thought I was stroking out. (laughs) <laughs> or something better not be stroking anything in public buddy oh god Um, uh, have to admit it was entertaining as all casts and at least you both still have the honors of last place ugh come on guys i'm pulling for you to come through in the game three of something how about who pissed in a cup more often zeus or tom my vote is zeus by a mile later Gosh, guys and raced um not only in in the cup, but in barrels on poor Rye Guy's leg. <laughs> ah. <Ooh. laughs> um, you name it. Pissing oh. was my game in
0: college. Oh God! Nah, right. Jesus. Oh, piss boy. Piss boy. Oh, we miss you. We-
2: you look like the piss boy. Your Majesty, you look like the piss boy, and you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> um, God. Anyway, thanks for the feedback.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank you, everybody.
2: Yes. So, um, before we move on, we're, uh, we uh, we we got to talk about what's going in Kiss World before we get to the episode. Yep. So, uh, Tom. So well, we. Get-
0: what's going on? So last week we lost another member um, of the extended KISS family, Mr. J.R. Smalling, who was KISS's um, original road manager, you know, road crew, um, but more famous, uh, J.R. Smalling is known as the man on KISS Alive who shouts the legendary, um, you wanted the best, you got the best. So rest in peace to Jr. Smalling. Um, we saw a ton of posts on Facebook and Twitter. A lot of people had met him. Said he was the sweetest, nicest man. Um, so again, rest in peace. And like we talked, Peter last gave week, a we,
2: nice. Uh, Peter yeah. gave a nice
0: one. Yep. I'm not sure if I saw
2: anybody else's from the band.
0: Uh, I I don't recall he, that. No, Lydia recall. Chris did as well. That's that. That's actually how I learned about it was because yep. I follow Lydia on Facebook and I saw her and she was devastated by his death. Um. So yeah, another another loss for the for the extended Kiss Army family. So yeah,
2: it's too bad. Yep.
0: Rest in peace. Yep. And then
2: you you combine that, steal nothing from the band about these
0: deaths. Nothing. Nope. What about taping?
2: Nothing. Uh Yeah. I'm sorry. You know. Yeah, I hear you, Fruitcake. You got to help me out though, if you could. I would.
0: And we're gonna get a little bit more into that as we wrap up news, but still nothing. Nothing personal from uh, any from Gene or Paul specifically about Jr. Smalling, which I don't understand what's happening there. But um, we'll get into a little bit more of that. But you had some news about uh, some other big stuff going yeah, on so with Kiss. Yeah, so
2: the Kiss, Kiss Cruise, yep. they uh, put out some more announcements. Thankfully, all the bands and artists that were scheduled to be on the cruise for this year are going to be on for the following. So Rat, Queensryche, Fozzie, especially Fozzie, Jericho. Uh, Bruce, all of them are all coming back. So that's great news. Um, they're doing packages where they're uh, uh, I think the alcohol package, the premium one, if you transfer your tickets to next year you get the alcohol uh, package too. So they're giving you some perks. I got a call yesterday, of course, my email went into spam. So I called them this morning. It went out yesterday, the email and today is Wednesday. So it came out on Tuesday the 9th I called them today, Wednesday the 9th Anytime you call the Kiss Cruise people I will tell you, their customer service is Fucking top notch Super nice, answer the phone Very friendly um, And so I basically pushed The uh, tickets to next year I have our tickets, I'm going with Danny And in addition to that As we are recording today The uh, Danish Hairy Gorilla Woman Um <laughs> As as our friends call her, no, she's actually a very nice lady. Um, just message me, uh, just as we are speaking.
0: Breaking news!
2: Yeah, that she's all set. Don't forget, we get alcohol. She writes.
1: Oh, God.
2: <laughs> good lord! Good. Oh. And and so the big thing about this is, though, about the Kiss Cruise as well. They're doing the indoor shows again. They're gonna yes. do the sail away acoustic set. And they're doing two shows inside, I believe. Yep. And they're going to alternate. So you only get to go to one of them. But, you know, what would happen is some people, you know, they don't care. They, they get tickets. They go to both shows. So you have an opportunity to see them. They're usually the same from what I understand. But I, I think that's huge. No outdoor show where people are getting thrown over the balcony and getting to fist fights because nobody can see. Now you've got guaranteed great seating to an indoor intimate kiss show. Mm-hmm. How yep. awesome is that? Yep. It seems like they've stepped up. The alcohol stuff is stepped up. Uh, I'm pumped. I removed my seats so next year. Danny did it too as well. Sonny's brother. I believe her name is Marley. The, uh, I don't know, the, the friggin' Belgian giant Woman whatever oh god she she's gonna, doing It and we, gonna, we still oh. have one more Except for oh no what's the name might be join us But i'll save that for later Okay so okay. um Yeah kiss cruise oh, Yeah and pumped up ready to yeah, roll
0: But it's the psycho
2: circus Kiss cruise. that's the part i forgot to Say thank you Tom. I fucking hate that song. That uh, means that song's going to be played throughout. I fucking hate that song.
0: Does that mean you're going to see, like, fucking clowns and, like, jugglers fucking walking around the fucking cruise? <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, Sparky. Sparky the clown. How you doing, fruitcake? Not, not too this? <laughs> Come on. If you just see, like, there's going to be, like, a strongman competition with fucking Paul. Oh, I, I can't lift the hammer up. It's too heavy. Oh, oh, hold on. A bearded woman. <laughs> The bearded woman's going to be a roommate from yeah. Germany. They're fucking her. <laughs> um,
2: So the um, yeah. we the yeah the cycle. Sorry, maybe if you came, Tom, you'd get to hear that classic of yours. <laughs>
0: I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the state of rock and roll. I would pay to hear that on the Kiss Cruise. So I
2: would love it if we did it and I was taping it live and you'd be like watching my Facebook live of them playing it. Yeah. Then you know something like what's going on? The
0: f- you that's that's my phone getting thrown into the ocean. No 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 that's Zeus that's Zeus and his phone jumping overboard to avoid <laughs> the rest of the sh- yeah with it. <laughs> Oh man, so, so that's good, so that's exciting That's ex- that's exciting for all the Kiss Cruise people So, yep, yep and, uh, and as
2: more news comes out, we will tell you about it And then obviously, Kiss uh, You know, the Cruise Fest will start Ramping up for the following year too you think about it, it's a year and a half Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, it's, it's still, a long time Yeah, yeah exactly Yep. So, and then we got a little bit of news from our buddy Ace uh, You know, speaking of Ace uh, He posted a picture on social media With his uh, his lovely uh, Girlfriend, he said, just wanted to say hi to She's very cute. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, just want to say hi to all my fans since it's been a while. Hope you're all healthy, happy and safe. I've been working on a new studio record for next year since all of my concerts have been postponed. Here's a pic of Lara and I at a friend's house yesterday enjoying the beautiful Jersey weather. See you soon. She looks lovely. Ace looks like I am not what you would call a handsome man. He just he's just a muppet. He's 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 he's, he's a muppet. I mean, I like the band members from the Muppets combined, like Dr. Teeth and the electric fucking band, whatever the hell they are. What happened to his nose? I know so puffy. He looks like he's got those like
2: broken out and like
0: fucking. He looks like he's got one of those like old, like Irish politician (laughs) nose. You know, like a like a, you know what I mean? Like a, you know what I'm talking about? Especially yeah, being from Massachusetts, like, he looks like Tip O'Neill. That's though. what I was just gonna say. He's got like the big, the big drunken Tip O'Neill nose. <laughs> got all the poke marks. On. Yeah, exactly. Yes. What did Roger
2: Clemens said that about fucking Will McDonough? Oh, poor Will
0: McDonough. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he didn't give him shit. Someone,
2: looks like someone put out a forest fire in his face with an <laughs> ice pick.
0: Oh, Jesus, man, that's awful. Oh, man. All right. So one Austin, more bit of yeah. one more bit of news that broke last night. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to kind of no, present? That's all you. You take this. Okay. So last night, uh, today we're recording on Wednesday the tenth. So there was a lot of Twitter drama last night with Mr. Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley decided to, uh, we we don't, we don't really get into politics on this show, but this, this, this veers off into politics and we're going to talk about it. So Trump posted something uh, the other yesterday um, about it, about an issue. A lot of, a lot of conspiracy people, you know, he's just posting stupid shit, whether or not you're a fan of him or not. So Paul Stanley then retweets the president and, just just opens fire on trump um says his you know it's despicable we're better than this all that okay apparently paul got bludgeoned by people on twitter because he deleted that tweet and then reposted another tweet that said i have taken down my most recent tweet purely because i see it can never be the source of true conversation or exchange of views rather than incite a situation where there can be no real back and forth I hope everyone finds clarity for their views, lives morally, and votes. Then after that, somebody commented on that tweet and said, this is to Paul, the self-appointed full-time motivational speaker role you've taken upon yourself is getting real pretentious. Keep it real. You know, the reason why we all used to love and relate to you. Well, Paul wasn't having any of that because he responded with, gonna keep it real so you can relate to me. Ready? Fuck off. <laughs> so, you start here because I have a lot of thoughts on this. I don't want to spend too much time because we do have an album review, but go ahead. So, this, do you realize when me
2: and you were talking about doing the Kiss podcast, we could have done a like, and we were laughing about it, like a Hannity and Combs
0: type. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and
2: yeah. Right, but I'm like, I'm not doing that because fucking Combs was like borderline like, Slow response. So, like, I don't want to be the poor, Alan, poor Alan You don't want to be fucking Sean Hannity with the potted hair in the middle.
0: And like I detonate her. And I, and, I, and I don't want to be Sean Hannity. I don't want to be the 2020 version of Sean Hannity. Either, yeah. No. So we can do this because we are very opposite end of the spectrum. We don't
2: really argue about politics, but we know where we both stand. I looked at that, t- that tweet and I was like, fucking right on. Good for yep. you, Paul. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine what you thought, but. I I I've had this conversation with you before. We've talked about it a little bit on the episode. I don't see why he has to give up his right to speak. Why the fuck don't I have a right to talk on Twitter about what I think is correct in politics? Yet, because he's a musician, he doesn't. He's not telling you if you follow my music, you have to agree with me. He's just giving you his opinion and he's got a platform. Use it. Um, you could be the opposite, you could be fucking chachi. And try to fucking use your fucking opinion And maybe it'll work Maybe it won't Maybe people will be like Oh fuck you're a Republican I didn't know that I like you more now Because fucking there aren't many celebrity Republicans Who knows But there are obviously way more celebrity Democrats And celebrities are what populate social media So he gives his opinion out there And then I think I don't know if it was him, because I will admit, Tom, I when I read the comments, I didn't see him getting much shit about it. But it could have been Gene that maybe put his foot down that or somebody else or a publicist called him up and said, hey, it, you're pushing it a little too much. You don't want to alienate any fans. You might want to take it down. And that's why he took it down. And then somebody fucking gave him shit. So he was like, you know what? Fuck you. And he usually does not. Comment on The the what do you call it But he he was reading his Answers mm-hmm. he was reading them Because he picked that that guy out mm-hmm. And he wanted to set the record State that he's not gonna take shit About anybody telling him You know that his opinions wrong so mm-hmm. That's all I have to say well So far
0: yeah so Well Okay, so a couple issues here with Paul. First of all, I, I could care less about his original tweet, retweeting Trump and bashing Trump for what he said. God bless you. That's fine. Everybody's got a platform. I, I have no problem with his original tweet. I, I I have no problem with that at all. Whether I agree or disagree, go for it. The problem I have with Paul, and it's very it, it, it's disappointing because what this highlights to me is, once again, we keep using the word tone-deaf. And kind of like living in a bubble. Has Paul ever fucking been on Twitter before? Do you know that the minute you tweet anything political, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, supportive, or critical of the president, that you are gonna get it? And yep. and that's just that's just the, me and you were on Twitter all the time. We see it. it. It's 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 a shit show. It's a firestorm of opinions. Mm-hmm. So he posts that. Then then I was disappointed. Why did you delete it, dude? Fucking stand up for you even. You you posted something with which meant you were passionate about what you posted. Why would you delete it and then explain why you while you're deleting it? Don't do that. That's cowardly. That's bullshit. Don't post it if you're going to just delete it when people come at you. Defend yourself. And then when somebody went after him, he tells him to fuck off? That's I mean, yeah, we, we laugh, but that's not paul like that's not the you know Dude, that sell- guy was the- a complete dick to him absolutely i'm i'm I mean, I, i'm not right. first of all i'm not he, saying that's
2: like pretentious and you're in your what do you call it your he, speaking tour or something for, here's what i took from that i that, took it he's like you're fucking talking down to me
0: i'm paul stanley fuck off that's you know what, you what I, I took that as that guy struck a nerve he called him a motivational speaker And I think Paul, I think, I think it's, I think it's another example of nobody talking to, I'm not saying that the guy wasn't a dick, don't get me wrong, but Paul presents himself as this motivational speaker guy, his whole fucking book, his last book was a self-help book. Yeah. I think the whole thing was disappointing. And again, it has nothing to do with his politics or what he said about Trump. I don't have any, go say what you want, but fucking at least have the balls to stand up and defend your, your thing instead of keep retweeting these things. I just felt like he's, he's probably like, Oh my goodness. People are angry with me because of a political tweet. Like, dude, have you ever fucking been on Twitter before? And then while you're at it, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think you might be
2: right in the sense that I'm sure there were other comments that were like, shut up and sing. Oh, who fucking wants to yep. hear this? This yep. and that, but the one that said to him, "You're pretentious <laughs> and your motivational motivational speaking tour," yep, that fucking pissed him. <laughs> <all>. <laughs> it, did. Right? it
1: did. It did. You yellow motherfucker! You dirty rotten son of a bitch! You a cocksucker and a motherfucker! You a
3: whore bastard! You're no fucking good, you son of a. It did.
0: Yeah, but uh, before we wrap it up, so since we're talking about Paul Stanley's Twitter, we talked about the passing of Jr. Smalling. Nothing, and this is what I talked about last week with Bob Kulik. Paul has no problem getting out there and and saying you know this that or the other thing. You know, talking about you know your opinion and your fit. And again, I'm going to say it again for the tenth time. And forgive me for being Pete the Repeat here. I understand people grieve in their own way. Maybe you said it last week, Zeus. Maybe the Bob Kulik thing and the Jr. Smalling thing. Maybe they maybe they affect Paul differently and he's handling that privately. Maybe that's the case. But I wish I saw something, something. And he doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't I mean, owe us anything.
2: We know that we know personally that Bob was shooting, on shitting on him. So Jr. was shitting on Paul and Gene, too, and taking yep. some shots. It's true. For it's instance, true. I, I've showed you recently. I mean, these is just stuff that you see on the Internet. Yep, There's a photo of him with some guy that looks like Ron Jeremy's twin
0: Seriously, And looks he, like the guy's wearing
2: a shirt that says Fuck Gene and Paul With their logos With a, like a, a cross out sign On their logos But aces and peters And JR's got a arm around him and he's pointing to the guy it's Right where the guy says Fuck Gene and Paul So Paul ain't gonna let that shit go Because then I believe in his mind Well, if I let this shit go and I let Bob shit go, then everyone thinks that, oh, it's no big deal to shit on Paul. Uh, He'll forgive me. I can
0: say what I want. But then you start. But then you get back to the original hypocritical bullshit that we talked about. Is it forgive and live your life? And you're going to let you're going to let 30, 40 years of memories with these guys that were part of your band because because some guy wore a fucking fuck Gene and Paul shirt. J.R. Smalley took a picture of them. That erases everything else. Yeah, that's just one of the things I'm
2: sure. No, no, no. I know, I know, just I saying, know, I know. Yeah, but they're not family. He made up with his father that he really shit on his family in I know. his book. No, made I, up with him, but that's family, so. I hear you. No, I hear you. I, I don't know. I'm sure there will more come out of it and whatever, but in the meantime, like, nobody said anything. Like, it's just. I agree. I, I agree. I don't know. It, it, I think sometimes they're so isolated from the real fans, not the celebrity kiss fans. Yep. If you know what I'm talking about, the yep. ones that like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking I was just talking to fucking Eric. You <laughs> uh, yeah, I went <laughs> I went to the concert tour and they, uh, they you know they, they invited me to fucking speak to them about this new project. And yeah. fucking tons of people like that. Well yeah. those people aren't gonna tell them to their face what they're doing wrong. No, so and then we're not, not like we're gonna either. If I got the chance to meet Gene and Paul, you think I'm gonna sit there and say, Hey, Paul, you know I have a real problem with you in the way that uh you know you didn't say anything about Bob Kulik. I'm gonna sit there and go, Holy fuck.
0: It's Paul Stanley.
2: <laughs> Thank you. No, I agree. I mean <laughs> I, hey, I, with, I hear you. Yep. I hear you. So I hear you, flu Anyway, that was our news. A lot and- of news. Before we get into the episode, we usually like to, you know, get ourselves maybe a little bit hot and bothered.
3: Now, now I realize that, that, that every now and again, some of you women folk, you get hot, you get bothered, and every now and again, you get hot and bothered. <laughs> well, what I want you to do when you get that hot and you need a little relief.
1: I want
3: you to, I want you to
0: call me. Don't ask no questions. We are getting a little hot and bothered. It's the summertime, so you're getting a little hot and, ooh, so you're getting yourself all spicy. (laughs) So you got to go to AdamAndEve.com for that because free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off and Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code loudcast at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, plus those six free spicy movies we all love and free shipping. That is promo code loudcast. AdamandEve.com Check it out Oh God damn
2: right. Um, Yes So we as we discussed Before we have done one Previous KISS member uh, Outside member of KISS uh, Album we did uh, The Vinnie Vincent Invasion all systems go So this time we're going to go to our friend Ace Fraley and we're gonna do uh trouble walking. So usually the first thing we do before we get into the facts, we talk about this album, our history with it, where we came with it, how we got into it, anything like that. do you want to start or you want me to start? you can go go ahead you you kick it off the so time. by this time we're in 89. Uh, Hair Medals in its prime Uh, I am already A big Kiss member at that time Kiss Army member I'm back into Kiss I got back into Fraley's comment When they came out with their first one I got second sighting And I bought Trouble Walking Did I play it much? Not really Um, It wasn't uh, In my mind The same um, Kind of hair metal sound that was on the first kind of two albums and 89 was starting to change, music is starting to change, but it's still hair metal I would say in its prime and uh, I had this, didn't think much of it, um, didn't like that he all of a sudden became Ace Fraley, not Fraley's Comet and um, you know, I, I I listened to it and then honestly I forgot about it when in general, we, you know, we got back into Kiss in college and afterwards, um, you know, I circle back to this every once in a while. I would listen to it. And then through the podcast, the last couple of years and stuff, obviously, I listened to more music, Kiss music than ever. So I got into it. I bought some of the albums that Ace had done that I didn't buy recently, that it didn't have his more recent one. So I bought that. And then every once in a while, I would play an Ace Ace uh, album solo albums on shuffle Trouble walking was in there You can tell the difference when this one Plays a song from trouble walking Versus the other ones in my opinion So do I have a strong Affection for this not really I'm not very nostalgic about it I did buy it when it came out So you know That's it and then I recently Bought the remastered and reloaded uh, CD yes I have the CD Uh, And that's what I have in my hand And that's what I uh, listened to For this episode So what about you?
0: Well this is going to be interesting I have no history with this album Because I've never owned it And I have barely even listened to it Okay? Okay In 1989 Kiss was kind of in the back of my mind I wasn't really into them Like you said it was hair metal And this may come as a surprise 1989 that's when I was really into a lot of rap Beastie Boys.
2: Yeah, 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 Beast- yeah. I remember
0: Beastie Boys, Public Enemy, stuff like that. And I was listening to, you know, Motley Crue, Tesla, some Metallica, stuff like that. So I wasn't really paying. I knew Ace, obviously, wasn't. I knew Ace wasn't in Kiss anymore. I knew that. And I knew he was putting out yeah. these records. But I was like, ah, Ace, yeah, whatever. He's not in Kiss anymore. I'm okay. It's no big deal recently like zoo said I've, I've put together some of the Ace stuff on my apple music you know all his, his discography and listened to a lot of it a lot of it is very inconsistent very up and down we'll talk about what i think about trouble walking and you know coincidentally a little bit of news regarding trouble walking for any of you vinyl geeks out there Nerd! Nerd! record store day was postponed because of the virus they are releasing for record store day on april uh, excuse me august 29th only four thousand copies are available of a uh, colored vinyl pressing of trouble walking. Um, And that's going to be a record store uh, special. It's going to be yellow and orange colored swirl. And it's going to be the first vinyl pressing since it was released in 1989. So if you're a fan of this album, if you're a vinyl geek, definitely one to, uh, to keep an eye out for when uh, record store day comes around. So yeah, good.
2: All right. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about this. Okay. Usually, what we do is we look at the album cover. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's Ace. He's got his fingers on. I don't know what the fuck that is. On
0: I know. Album. I'm trying to figure out what I. I, <laughs> I can't. I don't know what's going on there.
2: <laughs> um, I'm looking at him. Still can't figure it out. And then he's got some like blurry photos of him doing some Ace moves. Yeah. And the last one underneath is normal. Ace has got the Ace ring on his finger. Ace Fraley. So you notice it's Ace Fraley right off the top. So you're like, wait a minute. Frehley's what happened to Fraley's comment? Was the man, Exactly. Yep. Yep. So I have the reloaded, remastered version. Okay. So with that is a is like a fucking like uh like an essay from Hit Parader or or Circus
0: Magazine. Yeah, I've see I see that right. I see that right here. Yeah, it's like a it's like a story about the album on the back of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. By Dave Reynolds and his done July 2013. I, I don't did Ace even look at this or anybody that works for Ace look at this. It is not the most flattering fucking comments about here. I know. Go ahead. It goes into like the history of how they gained to this album. It basically shits on second sighting. Yep. It then shits on Emily Amel- uh an Emily Wright afterwards, yep. right? And and it's like, yeah, well, he was trying to do this. Well, you know, uh, the other previous band wasn't. Uh, it, it had Todd Howard, and that was a real kind of a melodic sound. It wasn't Ace's kind of like. I forget the words that the, he used to describe Ace's sound compared to Todd's. I think they were trying to like make it a compliment. It didn't sound like a compliment.
0: Right. Right.
2: And then Ace is like, yeah, you know my fans, they were by They wanted to hear me, and I was only doing like half of the songs.
0: He is and, right. He, I mean, he he is right about that.
2: But you're in a band. You're calling it Fraley's comment. A lot of you know, you were in a band, right? You you were never a big solo artist. You came back and you joined the kind of a band with you as the big guy mm-hmm. in the front. So yep. it's not like you know, as a guy that's always been on his own. So right. it's not David Bowie And all of a sudden people are like oh who's this guy Singing half the songs on David Bowie's album
3: right
0: No I know but pe- but, but 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 It also could have been like hey lo- People love the 78 solo album so maybe People heard second sighting and they're like wait a minute How come half this album doesn't have Ace singing You know I don't know I don't know
2: Yeah and he's like you know, the promoters and everybody were only promoting Ace Fraley. They were promoting Fraley's comment. Right. It's just a lot of honest shit off the record. It's I can't believe it's in this. And they're yeah. talking about it. And then, you know, Todd seems a little bit, I would say, defensive about his music and stuff. No, no, I didn't get fired. No, no, I left. I told him that, uh, you know, since your record label doesn't want me to do as many songs uh, the way to make money is through publishing, and if I'm not gonna do half the songs, I need to go on my own. And then, and Ace wished me well, and like it's like fucking like dirty laundry in the middle of my CD I bought. Like, what am I reading here?
0: It's, it's uh, just, well, yeah, but that, but that's what, but, that, but, that's what you're gonna get. I, see, I don't mind that. Kind of, I like that kind of stuff. Getting like the dirt on an album that's so you know, I, I, I enjoy. I mean, I don't own the CD, so I don't have that booklet, but I, I enjoy that kind of inside dirt
2: yeah but it's just you know and then they talk about richie joining richie scarlett joining this band and then yep. who came in to sing and then they talk about throw some kiss stuff in here too about gene and we'll get into it more about yep. gene and paul and about hide your heart and whether he can release it and it says here in the liner notes here talks about that they, they told him uh, that he said that Eric Carr was supposed to perform on this, but Gene and Paul said no. Oh, I
0: believe that absolutely. I believe oh, that. Like, what's no he doing in the middle of that album? Like, well, remember it's Ace's album. Ace is not part of Kiss, so it, he's probably like, hey, yeah, fuck Gene and Paul. Let's put some. He fucking knows that that's going in there he might he he might he might probably not but you never know it could have been ace's passive aggressive way to air some dirty laundry like you said about paul and gene and be like hey yeah i wanted my friend eric Carr on here but these guys said no and i believe that
2: without with ace being eventually dropped by megaforce oh
0: no (laughs) megaforce wait a minute isn't that the record label that Stewart signed him to. And I said this before. People don't may not know this, but just a quick thing on Ace and I, our history. The first time Ace became a solo artist, I got him his record deal. I signed him to his record deal. Megaforce Records, eighty-seven, right? Oh, <gasps> oh no! But
2: I'm saying it says here that they dropped him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know that anomaly came out in two thousand nine. And they basically shit on that album, too.
0: That's not and, a good album. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why.
2: You know, and they'd be like, well, nothing came back. You know, this was probably more of Ace's sound.
0: Yep. Holy fuck balls. <laughs> What? <laughs> the- Wait a minute. Oh, who, this- who put that in the line of notes? That's bullshit.
2: Yeah. This is just... Uh, <laughs> it wasn't really that musically exciting a package. Oof,
0: that's not what you want. You don't want to hear that.
2: And then, in the album, it has a bunch of like black and white photos, like Ace with you know the members of the band at the time, Richie Scarlet, Anton um, Fig, John Regan, and and then a very very blonde Peter Chris.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because Peter's on this album. That's right. Yep. Doing so, they have
2: him in there. There's a picture of Eddie Kramer there
0: you got pictures uh, pictures of the guys from skid row cuz they were on this album too uh i didn't see them in this no yeah cuz you got no not just, on the
2: al- yeah no not in this part
0: oh, okay right? cuz you got you got all the guys from skid row on yeah. this album
2: too so and you look in the back i'm always looking and reading and stuff yeah the one thing i did pick up on here it says project coordination/a&r ed trunk
0: Oh boy, oh boy And this comes from the fact that I am so close with Ace He goes by the name of Ed back then
2: (laughs) Better known as Stuart from Beavis and Butt Head
1: Oh god
2: Yeah, but in the bottom The other thing I wanted to bring up Is Dear Peter Thanks a million for everything You're still the greatest Love Ace Fraley. That's awesome. You are the greatest. But yeah, I'm, you're not going to play drums on my
0: record. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, you could do some background
0: vocals. Well, I know you don't want to hear this, but Anton Fig, come on. Anton Fig's a fucking monster on this album. Good god, I he's don't a
2: Give a fuck if it's Anton Fig or whoever. You don't think it sell or do a little better if he says yeah peter chris played on this with me on one of the two yeah. tracks or something no, i agree in general
0: yep. Yep. yeah of course it would or i'm surprised a duet or something together it would have been you, huge you bring up a good point and i'm surprised this never happened and i'm wondering if it was even entertained if peter and ace did like an album together and marketed and because i know they toured together maybe they did like the bad boys tour or whatever it was called like if they did an if they did an album together, I wonder how that would have been re- received. But uh, yeah, at least I, they, I mean they it, did the
2: Bad Boys tour,
0: whatever. right? That's what I mean. Yeah, but Peter being Peter Peter being on the album is still cool, though.
2: Yeah. So, so the album, this uh, Trouble Walking, it you know you can technically say his first solo album. Yeah, and here's what I mean. Ace technically was in Kiss. It was a Kiss album. Ace yep. Frehley was, I would say, was the album name. Yep. Okay. Okay. Then Frehley's Comet's the band Frehley Comet, second sighting. Ace Frehley. Technically, yep. you could say it's his first solo album or
0: his fourth. I don't know how you want to call. No, it. I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, like his first, like true. I'm on my own. It's Ace Frehley's album. Yeah. Yeah. Released October
2: 13th, 1989 It reached 102 on the billboards It's the highest it went It was uh, produced by Eddie Kramer Ace and John Regan Uh, He didn't do another Solo, Tom, for another 10 years In between, he, you know Rejoined Kiss, of course We all know that Uh, Recorded at Dreamland uh, Recording Studios In North Lake Sound Studio In New York Released by Megaforce Right. I can't say that without laughing. Uh it was a distributor of Atlantic. Mm. Uh and get and get, guess what album came out four days later. Yeah, I know. Uh Hot in the Shade. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Ace singing, playing guitar, of course. Richie Scarlet now replaces Todd Howard, right? Yep. Yep. John Regan is still there. And Anton Fig comes back after debuting on Fraley's Comment on the drums. Yep. Again. Uh, the album is uh, now ace Fraley it's not Fraley's comment and Ace is now a solo artist and taking this is him and he's got a backing band not he's not part of a band so that's kind of interesting in in that sense you know and then you also have one other person that he thanked that I wanted to mention, um, he does thank the guys from Skid Row for making the youth gone wild. Carol K for truly public relations. Oh remember that? I That's do. the yeah. Carol K, yeah. the Paul Stanley. Yep. Said a looker yep. from the public uh, relations department. That's right. Coin, right? A yep. bill of coins. Right. I remember
0: that back yeah. then, yes. Thank yep.
2: sir. So I thought that was interesting too. Yep. Um Anything you want to talk about as far as the album itself?
0: Yeah, I mean, just just briefly, just talking about like like generally like the production. So you got Eddie Kramer, and yeah. it, pretty much everything Eddie Kramer touches that's Kiss related to me is 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 great. Anton Fig on this. So when I listen to this album, it's like, okay, this is what this is. This is Kissel. It's kind. Of, it kind of reminds me. The drum sound reminds me of Creatures of the Night, but not as obnoxious kind of tones it down a little bit to the point where i love it whereas creatures of the night people love it but i'm like it's a little too bombastic and a little bit too over the top but the production Mm. on this and anton fig are great um i'll be honest with you i think ace sounds really good on this album on most of it on most of it i think he sounds really really fucking good on this album i guess we'll save it how i feel about the album in general and the songs as we go through the track by track but um this will be a good one to talk about
2: Yes, again, this is 1989 So, I would say He should be kind of in his prime Right around now Because we know mm-hmm. what Paul was doing in
0: 1989 hmm Right?
2: Yep So, I think we should go right into the tracks Let's Ready? do it yeah, Let's go Okay, so the first song off this Is Shot Full of Rock Let's go
0: fucking killer opener i i think it's i think the riff is killer i think ace sounds great the band it's just i mean it it, you might want to you might also say it's a kind of of the time because 1989 was it was kind of like it was hair metal but there was also a lot of hard rock going on at this time too and i think i think ace does a really good job on this album of kind of balancing it between being too hair metal ish with some of that raw, hard rock Ace that you expect from him. And I think this song just fucking kills. I think it's great. Written by Ace and Richie Scarlet. I think Richie
2: comes in back into the band and gives it a lot more of a hard rock instead mm-hmm. of the melodic rock. And I know Todd gets a lot of shit for that. And he's like, oh, you're making him Ace be a Bon Jovi type, a melodic singer, melodic, the rhythm guitarist and things like that. Yep. Yep. Uh I like how it builds. Settle down, Ace. Ain't got time for
0: posers.
2: Okay.
0: Oh wait, There's plenty more that <laughs> there's a lot of settling down on this album, believe me.
2: Um the solo is fantastic.
0: Absolutely. It almost sounds like there are
2: two solos going at it. Two yep. guitars going at it. Yep. And Richie's a pretty good guitar player. Uh nice outro with the guitar as well. Yes. And this will start a theme, not that you would listen to anything done on this album or anything ever done by Ace and say wow vocals are great but I'm grading on a curve
0: here pretty good pretty good pretty, pretty 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 good absolutely he sounds really re- he sounds like, really good i'm waiting for like the hiccup i'm None waiting of it.
2: for the uh like the voice to crack or him to be like vince neil like loses breath yep <laughs> But he, he does a good job.
0: You don't yeah. sit there. You don't obviously. You don't like. Oh wow, that's great vocals. But you don't sit there and go, oh, that's fucking terrible. No. And I think a song like this, I think his vocals do just enough of a his. They do a good enough job where it allows you to kind of enjoy the the music that is just kicking ass on this song. Yeah, you're right. I think Ace's voice is is very very good on this song, and I think pretty much the whole album, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's a theme that you're every song you're like you're waiting for him, like, wait yep. a minute. Yeah. But you're surprised, like, damn, this isn't bad. Cause yep. you know, you know, we've heard some shit. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Yep. So all right, let's move this on. Okay.
0: Yep, Number two. Do ya. All right, so the original version by ELO is fucking horrific. The e- <laughs> first, of all, first of all, ELO is fucking horrific.
1: Get the fuck out of here.
0: Excuse me if I offend You're any ELO fan. fan. Horrible,
2: horrible. You don't the like a ori- band full of Bob Rosses?
0: Yeah, the, yeah exactly. Jeff Lynn put doing his best Bob Ross. It, this, the, the original song is, is is I, I just don't like it at all. So starting with that, I think Ace does a really good job with this to give the song some balls because ELO is one of the most ballless bands out there, in my opinion, I think. <laughs> so it's not a great song, but I think when you take... It, I, I, this also starts the trend of, of Ace doing, like, really weird, like, covers. Like, it doesn't start. I guess it continues. He did New York Groove. He does Do Ya. Then one of his re he did Fox on the Run. He does these weird covers, but it's okay. The video... <laughs> The f- <laughs> Go ahead, I'll let you talk about the song of the video
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, Do you written by Jeff Lynn yep. Jeff Lynn was in the move And then ELO made the song more famous And yeah, it starts another Tradition of Ace in the covers Yep. It was their only single It didn't chart, of course uh, Good straightforward rock song I put, this was John Regan Suggested to do this song, by the way Why? Good vocals <laughs> There's no solo. It's just kind of like a bridge. Yeah. The video. <laughs> it's just it's a performance video. Ace yep. is like in a desert. There's like some hot woman that just you know did doesn't interact or perform or do anything. She they just do like close ups of her in different outfits. Nothing too overtly sexual. It's not like his insane video. <laughs> um, it's just whatever. And then. At the one point of the video, I, this is just so. This is just something stupid. I want to say maybe
0: they're stupid. Yeah, <laughs>
2: this ahead. is a this is a something in inside joke that me and you have. He when he goes, there's a part in the end towards the end of the song in the video. He goes, "Come on and tell me," and he does the thumb thing. Oh. Yeah. He does the thumb thing from New York Groove. New York Groove, where, yep. When he sings New York Groove, and he, many years since I was here, he always he, puts his hand up. Yep. I, I don't know how to describe it. It has his thumb out, and he points to himself as though, like, you wouldn't understand what he's talking about. So it's yep. many years since he's been there. So he has to have his thumb pointing to himself. Many years
0: since I was here same thing come on tell me over here me and and i and i love the lyrics too i know it's a cover but is there anything funnier than ace saying do you do you want my face <laughs> no nobody wants your fucking face and, and 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 coming back again going back to what we said earlier in the show about ace's nose if you don't think we're right Go look at this video. Something happened to his fucking nose, dude. Because 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 his nose looks on the album cover and in the video, he looks like a normal well, for Ace, relatively normal. Yeah, he, he just he he's
2: still even back then. He just looks like discombobulated,
0: like fucking. But it always it always worked when he was Ace, like in the makeup, like especially like on the Love Gun tour, like. It it, He looked cool when he was, like, stumbling around and, like, kind of fucking dink-toed and just fucked up looking. Without the makeup and in this band, it's like, it just, I don't know, it doesn't look the same. So, here's the
2: thing I have. Like, people like Ace, and this is 89. Yeah. They just don't know where to fit in. Yeah, exactly. He is not a good-looking man. (laughs) He ugly, I ain't like the boy ugly. He does not fit in on the hair metal, like, with... no, crack, oh god no no, Poison, Bon Jovi Like he, he just can't And he's not in makeup Like the Kiss stuff Yep. So he re- it reminds me of like Videos of bands that were big In like early 80s And then hair metal came up And then they tried to like look like they're rockers And it just looks so stupid We talked is, about it a little bit on the bonus episode he, like, With Starship when they try to get like oh. '80s, <laughs> they try to get like hair metalish, like look and like or Lover Boy by this point, like stick to being a rock and roll band. Like
0: you can't just don't go into it; it just looks silly, silly, silly. We talked so just, a little bit about that during the the Def Leppard the bonus episode when we talked about the photograph video. What's his name? The other I can't even his his name is so sk- no 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 the other guitar player who was kind of sitting in the corner there. Huh? Thank you. Yes, Steve Clark. Yeah, and we were talking about how, like, the, the making that jump to like the video thing sometimes doesn't doesn't work for everybody. And Ace Ace is a showman. Obviously, he was in Kiss for all those years, but he does all right. He just doesn't look good. He looks like an idiot. Well,
2: okay, <laughs> you, can put it, right, you can put it that like, way. There you go. Got, like he doesn't like whoever dressed him. He's got like those boots on over his pants. It
0: like it just. Look! Look like a member of Keel. Oh, oh, You're going to Speaking offend of a, that. You're going to offend a lot of people out there who love Keel. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. A, I'm uh, sorry. I didn't go to the mountains yeah. Ron. I didn't have breakfast with Ron Keel. The, the country art, metalhead that became a country
2: artist and became metalhead again. Oh, anyway, it just he just looks like he doesn't fit in that era. Right. And so he's doing rock and roll He's not doing heavy metal He's not right. doing thrash He can't fit in with Iron Maiden Like Iron Maiden Judas Priest And Priest a little bit there with Turbo But like they stuck to their look Okay But like Ace is kind of In the middle there doesn't know He can't he's trying to do A little hair metal But he's trying to be like natural Judas Priest look or Iron Maiden It just looks
0: weird I think right. Anyway. I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to toe the line between hair metal and, you know, like a like you said, like a hard rock band. You know, like but and it's okay. It, it's okay. Yeah. And and anyway, I think the song is pretty good.
2: I think he yeah. does a very good job on it. Yeah. If like, you know, hearing this, not knowing anything else, I'd be like, oh, this is a good catchy song. If I didn't it know is. it was a remake, yeah. And you know that this was the single, I'd be like, oh yeah, this song's pretty cool. But I would figure out that this sounds like Too well written
0: <laughs> Oh yeah yeah exactly
2: yeah. This is not it and I know you said you're not a fan Of ELO not ELO all. like he is just The like what He he totally Jeff Lynn writes As though what would happen if the Beatles continued everything oh. Is trying to be like Beatles like And that Mr. fucking blue Ball sky Terrible! It's the worst Beatles ripoff since Mister Make Believe by Gene
0: Simmons. It's terrible. It's and it's maybe, horrible. May, maybe 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 you're right. Maybe when John Regan suggested this, maybe he's like Ace. This song is fucking horrific. Let's turn <laughs> let's let's turn it into a kickass rock song with the band sure that we the have. Fuck, the New York Groove wasn't as good as what he did it to it. Uh, right? New York Groove, every new every version of New York Groove sucks Including Ace's version
2: <laughs> No, <laughs> come
0: on but, <laughs> All right, let, Hey, listen,
2: before we what? move on Don't Bring Me Down a good
0: song Oh, God, that's Hey, oh, Down oh, <laughs> It's fucking horrible, how dare you How dare you How dare you That's horrible I, like that song. <laughs> I can't wait for you to take the a beating It
2: was even funnier
0: Terrible <laughs> Let's go
2: All right Ooh, I'm a stud.
0: so five card stud i'm just going to say holy shit i wish i had learned about this song before this song fucking kills what an awesome awesome song everything about this song the the music the bridge to the chorus ace's voice oh i i, I just i fucking love this song it is it is a an absolute killer of a song and i'm surprised it wasn't like a big hit for that era. Um it it's, it's a killer song all around top to bottom. I I've, I I've, 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 since we've been like getting ready for this album review, I find the song just stuck in my head. I just I love it. I love it. They call me Rubberneck. Oh yeah? Yeah.
2: So, um Five Card Stud run by Ace and Mark Ferrari, guitarist from <laughs>
0: Oh God! Don't ask me because I know the Keele. name. it.
2: That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. I'm a sca- I'm like, oh shit. Cars from Keel. Uh, this song rocks.
0: Absolutely. Rocks. rocks. Yep.
2: It's like aces, like the rock and roll version of the gambler.
0: Uh, oh yeah, the li- the lyrics all about are fucking
2: gambling. Awesome. Yep. Like I thought he'd make it more of an analogy about like love or sex or something like that, but it's really about card playing. It really <laughs>
0: is. Yeah. I'm the five I mean, card. He's stud. not
2: clever enough to do it that way, but it's all about card playing. The solo is great. Yep. The lyrics a little corny. Yeah. The vocals are so good. I can't believe he does such a good job on them. And yep. the
0: drums are kick ass. Oh, oh, my God. God. Anton Fig freaking destroys it on this song. But it's funny. I love I got to give Ace credit how he continually takes advantage of the fact that his name is Ace. And he always brings it back <laughs> to, like, gambling and cards you know like it's like this like I I love it. I love it. Cause
2: I'm a ladies man. I used to be the ace. I hooked up all my friends.
0: You know, a, a, and that that you know, he he's going to have to play without an ace in his dick. <laughs> like like shit like that. I love it. It's just so cheesy but good for him. All right.
2: Oh my goodness. Here we go. Uh, let's do hot in the shade again.
0: So hide your heart. There's a big story about this song. We'll get into it, but just talking about this version of it. When I hear this song, this is what I think of. So when we graduated college, we would go out a lot on the weekends. We'd go to different bars and see like cover bands and be like, you know, this is great. You know, who cares? I got a bucket of beers in my hand, whatever. This sounds like a average to mediocre bar band trying to cover a kiss song because Paul is so spectacular vocally on the Kiss version that I almost feel bad for Ace trying to do this on his album. And we know that we're going to get into the story behind it, but I just think you you can't listen to this after having heard the Kiss version with Paul's vocals. It's just, it, I just don't like it. I just don't like it.
1: All right. The
0: song
2: was written by Desmond Child, Paul Stanley, and Holly Knight. We obviously covered it yep. on the hot in the sh- Hot. Hot for the Shade (laughs) Crazy from the Heat album Yeah, (laughs) album cover, album titles And song titles lately Hot in the Shade Uh, Guys, go listen to our Hot in the Shade review It is one of the best we've ever done Hide your heart I, I agree with you completely Before we get into the background stuff We'll get into that afterwards It sounds like a more Stripped down, a rock and roll band Playing a good version Of this song yeah. It's a very good version Okay. Again, if I never heard the KISS version And I heard this song I'd be like, wow, this is a pretty well written song Wow, Ace did this? Wow, this yeah. is pretty good yep. Really good I would love it But I know the Paul song and the KISS song Is so fatigued in my head And other than it being a little bit stripped down A little bit more raw and obviously the vocals, but Ace does a good job on the vocals. It's not like, oh my God, is this David Lee Roth trying to sing Paul Stanley in his prime? No, it's Ace does a pretty decent job. It's you you're right, a bar band doing this. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but Bruce's solo Was way better than this. I don't oh, know. What absolutely. He, I oh, don't people say, like, oh yeah, Ace does a good job, but the no. snakes is way better. The guitar is so much better than Bruce's. No way. No, no. Bruce's I, is better. The I solo totally is with way you. better. Just go listen to the solo. And again, it's not the like the stuff, it's the feel that Bruce does on that. It's way better than what Ace did on this. There's yeah. a feeling to it. Yep. It's again, like I said, raw. It, 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 they do a very good job on this. I like it. I just don't know if there was a need for this, but I
0: like it yeah well speaking of the need for it do you want to get into the a little bit of All the right, background? Right. okay so 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 the, the song was written in 1987 for crazy nights and it was quote-unquote rejected for the album so paul offered the song to other to other people for example bonnie tyler who you i know you're gonna laugh at me her fucking her version of this is awesome I, mean, I it's love like my Tyler. I'm playing okay.
1: I
2: love per, her. I, perfect. Her
0: voice is insane. Exactly. And love she, it. she she rips on this on this song. By the
2: way, did you know that John Regan played on
0: that version? I did not. That's good trivia. So that's kind of another
2: hint that yeah. brought me back to this
0: Yeah. So so 1989, when this song came out, Molly Hatchet did a version of this, which is not good. Ace did a version of this, Kiss did the version of it. So There's a story here that uh, Apparently Kiss and Ace Did not know That each other were putting this song together For their album I don't know how much I believe that But that's the story And reportedly Gene called Ace And said hey Our album is supposed to be dropping Four days after yours We have this song We're going to release it as our single You know what do you think about Maybe taking it off of your album Ace is like fuck no Then I don't know what you're talking about I'm offended that you called Fuck you Of course (laughs) So you know and Holly Knight Was kind of soliciting the song to people So that's why it's been kind of bastardized And seen everywhere and and heard everywhere So technically You know I mean it's Paul's And Desmond's song You
2: get Paul you use an outside songwriter She wants credits why not Fucking yeah I want a million people To make a hit out of my song what do I give a fuck Exactly yeah Too bad and I know like I could totally Picture you I know my conscience is clear. I told
0: him not to do the song. And then he well, Fuck off. I'm but fucking that- playing it. But that being said, Kiss's version took off. And Ace's version, people like, Oh, that's terrible. You so. He
2: put it as the solo, I mean, as the single and all that. The fuck
0: Ace over, too. <laughs> no, no. I, I just, I think it's probably the, I think it was one of the most. Single ready radio f- s- songs on the album, especially with Paul and Bruce There's doing it. There's a couple it. different words that he changes a little
2: in the yeah. song. You know, yeah, I, yep. I yep. thought it's I thought it was liars and kiss song, and and then he says guys.
0: Okay, all right, okay. I don't uh, know if I picked his. up on that, but
2: and I think Peter, Peter, Pe- Peter <laughs> I was just gonna say that <laughs> sings background on this as well. Yeah. Yep, it's one of the many songs he sings background on. But Peter sings background on this one. Yep. Okay. So yeah, so we both uh, like this version. Just you know, it is what it is. Right. Uh, Ready to get lost? Let's go.
0: So Lost in Limbo. So this song, this is one of those songs, uh, the riff, the kind of the groove of the song, I think is terrific. Repeal and replace with something I terrific. The song rips. But then the chorus kicks in, and I'm like, eh, you know, I think the chorus gets a little lazy. Um, but I like the song. I think it continues the trend of just killer hard rock riffs that don't get, we said this already, but it it's not very hair metal-ish. I think Ace did a really good job of kind of making a rock album. This is a it's a go-to song for me on this. I, I think the chorus could have done a little bit of work, had a little bit of help. Okay.
2: So one of the things that I, I would say on this is this song, I'm like, why do I know this song? What does this sound like? And tell me if you know and you can recognize it. This song sounds like Tommy's Out of This World.
0: The chorus does. Is that what you're referring to, pretty no, much, or the, the no riff, the, the, ver- the, the riff? riff? Okay. Yeah.
2: Listen to out of this world and listen to lost in limbo. The the whole lost lost in limbo is not. I'll take okay. you out okay. of this world. Of the okay. Now yeah, different see, chorus. Yeah. The, the 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 verses and all the 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 riff I, is the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking think Ace if he uh, caught wind of it, it's like, hey, what the fuck you ripping off my own songs? <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, maybe you know, and that's why I, I wouldn't be surprised. Tommy's in a cover band. Tommy's covering all Ace stuff. Why wouldn't Tommy know this song? And absolutely, around he thinks of a song later on. He everybody steals a little from here and there. Pick up the riff. Okay. Uh, the other thing about this, I like the solo on this song. He does this on this song. He has the happy and sad and the good and bad The
0: lyrics are terrible. It's like fucking torpedo girl with two two sides sides of the coin. coin. Yeah, two sides of the coin. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Sad
2: and glad. Like, dude, this this is like I will teach you how to write a song. Come to Gene Simmons and get the vault, and me and you will write a song together. (laughs) Dude, you're grabbing a stranger off the street and you're gonna put him on a fucking song. And I'm gonna want to listen to that song. How fucking awful is that? Like, this Not is the good. shit he was pitching. So Not good. that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. This sounds like yep. Gene Simmons production. Yeah, the lyrics are pretty goddamn awful. Oh yeah, uh, brutal. But song is decent. It's yep. decent. Yep, it is. All right, <laughs> ready? Yep. Let's go to the next one.
0: So the title track, Trouble Walking, a couple of things with this song, another song with a killer riff, killer music. The music's, again, I'm going to just keep saying this, those gang vocals are fucking horrible. So late 80s, cheese. You know, I had trouble walking. I was like, whoa. I'm like, oh, it's, j-. and again, I know it's of the time listening to it in 2020. It's a lot easier to judge it. It came out in 89. I like the song a lot, but I the chorus is a, again the chorus. Ace somebody Ace needs help writing choruses. That in this well, he didn't write the song, so that helps. Okay, all right, so all right, but uh, I, I think Bill I, Ray and Phil
2: Brown, Bill Ray, I guess wrote some songs for Trickster, including One in a Million. Okay, all right. Peters on this one as well. Yes. Yeah. So yep.
0: This is fucking awful. <laughs> What? what tell I me what? Tell me is, what's? Tell me what's awful? What, what is? What is? First the, of all, I—I I only think I have had trouble
2: you. walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not I am trouble walking. It's I have trouble walking. Right. That's how I think of it. Yeah. Every mother's nightmare. Why are you
0: a fucking Playboy Ace? Like, yes. like, Set, like that's it's another you. settle down, settle down again, Ace.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not you. Oh,
0: oh, here comes
2: trouble walking. Yeah. Um it's just so s-
0: it's silly. 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 It is. It is. But again, it's 89. And but again, the music, the the riff in the drums make up for the some of the silliness to me. Um Sandy Slavin
2: plays the drums on this one, not um Anton Fig. Anton Fig. Okay. It's the only one that he plays on. And then Ace is laughing at the end of the song. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This is just, I have had trouble, trouble walking. walking.
0: Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> we get it.
2: Oh. No, it's just, it's one of those things. Like, I can totally picture some guy at the fucking record company going, dude, what the fuck? Oh, no, no, no. no. And, and no. then, and Stuart going, no, this is, he's freely from Kiss. And some guy going, listening to trouble walking the song going dude this song sucks what the fuck are we keeping this guy on this record label no
0: no 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 no. they saved that for the next song let's go to die holy fuck is this song awful that tribal beat with the little bad boys are running all right uh, look enough the the gang vocals the spoken word this is like some horrible theme to some 80s like renegade tv show the fucking song is a joke nothing is good about this song Nothing is good about this song. Richie Scarlet, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that him with the vocals in the back? His voice sounds terrific. His voice sounds great. So this is Richie Scarlett
2: singing this song. You know that, right? Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, I think you he said his background in the background. No, no. This I'm, is him singing.
0: No, no, no. I, what I meant was like the I meant like the background, like the gang vocals. But when he's singing his, I think his voice. He's got like a great rock voice. But but the beat and the you know bad boys are oh, just no, no. Written by Ace Fraley and Richie Scarlet. Richie Scarlet sings this song. Kiss your ass goodbye.
2: <laughs> Relax. <laughs> the, the, rec, the record executives didn't listen to fucking Eddie Trunk and he's like, This is it. And he probably said, hey, 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 Eddie, tell your friend to kiss his fucking record contract contract goodbye. This shit is horrible. Brutal. Brutal. Um yeah. I am tired of all these bands with these corny things like the like White Snake did. Bad boys, and then yep. bad boys running wild. Ooh, I'm, we're bad boys. Yeah. Ooh.
0: No, you're not. You are not at all.
2: <laughs> Why ooh, we're gonna get wild in the streets. Was that Bon Jovi too?
0: That was Bon. That was Bon Jovi. Oh,
2: they, ooh, the boys are back in town. Oh, they are.
0: Did you Oh, boys are gonna town? rock.
2: Boys are gonna rock out, <laughs> like people in the street, like wild boys in the street. What so are they doing? Backflips? What are they doing? Are they doing <laughs> doing <laughs> fucking backflips.
1: <laughs>
2: they do some juggling. They throw some fire bombs in the air. What
0: do you do? Backflips? You jump up there in a silly suit. What do you do? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Uh, it's not that kind of party. No, we're not doing that here.
2: <laughs> so anyways, I, the 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 vocals are very similar. Richie Scarlett and Ace have a very similar voice. It's just, the guitar solo is pretty good and stuff, but it's not, how can I explain this? It's not very right. melodic. <laughs> it's not a melodic song, it, it, and it's not, a like, a melodic 80s song. It's just, bad
0: boys are coming? What? It's sense. But it's of the era, though. It's 89. It's that, like, you know, it's that, like... Oh you kiss you trying to be a and then at the the end he just drops like an F bomb like oh now you really mean
2: it oh Oh, you're a rebel oh and Peter's obviously doing the background on this one as well. So yeah, so Ace had to kiss his record contract goodbye after this song. Oh my god. Um, Yeah,
0: not let's move
2: on to the next one. Let's go back to school, Tom.
0: To school, awesome riff, fun song, hilariously cheesy fucking vocals. I mean, I got to give credit to fucking Ace, just just really. I mean, this could have been like a like a horribly cheesy Kiss song. Um, and you get those screaming background vocals every time you know every time Ace is singing something. I believe that's richie Scarlet again. But um, I like the riff. I like the music. You know, the lyrics are what it is. It's '89. It's Ace. It's a it's a, it's a fun song. Settle down with those background screaming vocals, though. All right. So Back to School,
2: written by Ace and John Regan. Yep. I had the same thing, Tom. A fun song. Decent solo. I liked it. Um, so this is, got all the, uh, this is the one that has Peter, the Skid Row guy, Sebastian Bach, Dave Snake, Nate Sabo, Rachel Bolan. One thing I got to add is, like, that's a big hair metal kind of thing. Someone would have a nickname. Do I oh, need snake. to know that's your nickname? Ooh, like, snake hockey players snake. have hockey teams have like team guys' nicknames or baseball players when they when they interview somebody and they'll be like, Yeah, yeah, Sully did this and Mitchie did this and yep. dude. I don't need to know that's your like just put your name on the fucking album. Like Nifty? Who, who nifty? Who nifty? <laughs> 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 <We're>, like docking. <laughs> Wild Mick I'm so embarrassed <laughs> yeah, I, for you. I know. Your fucking name on your albums is Wild Mick Oh, you're wild? <laughs> like he's, he's wild in the streets.
1: <laughs> Bad
2: <laughs> boys so are running. Embarrassing. And yeah. so fucking awful. I know. Anyways, also a guy named Al DePancio, no Al Frick. <laughs> oh, don't say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do, y'all do you want? De yeah, no, that's the wrong
2: out he got for what's his last name? Depensio. Depenso, depinsio. Hey wait! Out oh, Pat Summers, not to be mistaken for Pat Summerall. And of course, everybody's favorite, Peppy
0: Castro. Pepperoni or Peppy Castro?
1: Hello. Hello? Yes, uh, this is Tuba. Yes. Tuba. Could, uh, you tell me if Pepe is that uh, Pepe Roni? Pepperoni? Yeah. Yes, Pepe. Roni, I don't, and I. And there's a man by the name Pepperoni? Yes. You want to talk to a man by the name of Pepperoni? See, si, yes. Pepe. Pepe, pepe. his name is pepe. What's his voice name? Pepe, Pepe, Pepperoni. Pepe, pepe. Pepperoni. 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 Don't that name. It's not here? No. Okay,
2: thank you. All
1: right.
2: All right. Epi Castro sings on this. Yeah, I like the song, Tom. Actually, this is a kind of a sleeper for me. I like it. I love the fucking Sebastian Bach screeching in, in the chorus.
0: I love it. I think yeah. it's awesome. Oh, that is Sebastian Bach. I said Richie Scarlet. That was my mistake. I saw. No, no, back. that's Sebastian Bach. Yeah, oh, right, right, right. Hell. Okay, that's him screeching that.
2: That's fucking awesome. I yeah. look for that in the songs. So that's why yeah, I, I actually really like that. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's
0: all right. It's a little bit of settle down with that, but whatever. Let's go to the next one.
1: Hey, good evening at the club, friendly, friends. And I keep friends. All right. Well, I'm staring down from Venus in the dead of night. My mind is flashing back to when the world was right. Your guns and bombs keep rolling off the assembly line. And people keep on starving, and you think that's just fine.
0: so this is remember me a blues track and this this is an example of 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 a of an album trying to land with a thud because this is there's fucking no need for this i don't want to hear ace do this and it has nothing to do with the fact that i don't like this kind of music you know, whatever. I can listen to this kind of stuff every once in a while. It's just this album is kicking so much ass so far that you put this on here. And it's just like, ah, come on. You could have given us something else. I, i just, just not a fan of this at all.
2: Written by Ace and a guy named Carter Cathcart. I don't know. Something like that. It's one of those, of course, it's fucking Eddie Kramer. Fake live songs. Oh, yeah. I think he thinks it's a leftover from a live two or something or a live one. Let yep. me make it sound like this is live I don't know why you do that What's the fucking point It's obvious that songs aren't live But I, uh, Tom I can't d- agree, disagree with you more I can't believe he pulled this off I think the song kicks ass I think his How vocals was. are fantastic I love the blues guitar he does I can't believe he pulled this off There were so okay. many times that Me and you did When we talked about Bruce, uh, Bob Kulick On Paul Stanley's album That we was like Oh, Ace can't do that, Ace can't do that Holy fuck, I would never think he could pull this off Does a fucking awesome job I wish he, I I mean, I honestly, I wish he would try this a little more often It was so surprisingly good I thought the vocals were hit on, the guitar is awesome It's, it, 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 like, it gets me that guitar he's doing back and forth i can sing that's the a solos i can go back to where i can hum it and sing it and i know
0: it the like, solos okay. the solos okay i just don't want to hear a blues you know listening to this blues music reminds me of my own trials and tribulations as a young guy and uh... okay all I right, I well, it. there you go uh, uh, you know, he's not
2: singing muddy waters let's be honest he's trying to almost <laughs> <laughs> That's right. okay. So it's an Ace album. So we get break some mirrors here. Let's go.
0: So we got Fractured 3. I like how he keeps the, the Fractured theme going from his albums. Um, I know Zeus hates instrumentals. I love them. I love this one. It's a little bit. It's a, it's too long. There's no reason for it to be almost seven minutes long. But I'm a big fan of instrumentals. It's. I, I love the original "Fractured Mirror" on his '78 solo album. I'm not that familiar with the second one. I I know it, but I really I like this one. It's just a little bit too long, but I like that he always puts these on here. So I'm a, I'm a fan. I like the vibe. I like how the song kind of ebbs and flows. And I, I'm a fan. "Fractured 3, Obviously, this is an instrumental. I Like it, Tom.
2: Uh, I'm a fan wow. of this instrumental. Okay. Wow. I like all his fractions. I think yeah. they're all good mood type of music. They I are can listen to an instrumental. It's gotta make sense. It's gotta be something. Yeah, it, it's gotta elicit some sort of a feeling. This puts you in a kind of like an eerie mood. Yes, uh, they all do. It sounds in the beginning, if I'm not mistaken, like a collective soul song. Okay, I like collective
0: soul. Uh, I could see yeah. that. What
2: was the first big hit that they had? Shine, shine. Sounds like that a little bit. Okay, Uh, I could see that, and I'm a fan. I, I I like all his instrumentals. These ones, I, I can't get into Ingway Malmsteen's 50,000 solo. Oh yeah, that's different. But like, like what the fuck? Yeah,
0: that's 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 when you get into the stuff. that's when you get into like the almost like it turns into like the, uh, like orchestral, like he's just doing the finger tap and chaos. It's, yeah, it's not, it's different. Or- or- and I like And I like, I like King Bay, but you know, he's different. Uh, I could listen to the guitar
2: solo of fucking Leonard Skinny doing free bird. The middle yep. part of the, solo. like that solo. I could listen to that for fucking days. Yeah. That shit moves you yep. or hotel. California's outro. I yep. can move that moves you. This moves me. I, I can feel this, but it's got to be something decent, or you got to be saying something. So I, I, I agree. Think this is a decent song. So okay. I, I was quite happy it. Good. So yeah, I like it. That is our uh, review
0: of Trouble Walking, Tom. Overall, yes. What do you have to say? What do you think? Well, this is funny because talk about evolving. So when we first decided this, I was like, okay, this is going to be, ex- I was excited because I'm like, I really don't know much about this album. So I listen to it every time I go for a run or a walk or something. I always kind of put it on at first. I'm like, oof. I'm like, it, it. I don't know what's weird. It just didn't hit me. And I remember texting Zeus. I'm like, ah, you know, we always try to save it and everything. But then after a while, like even today, I was listening to him like this fucking album kicks ass. Like there's a couple songs that are not as good. But I think the band sounds fucking killer. I think Ace just I've said it. I said it before. I think he sounds great. I'm a fan of the album. I, 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 this is something that I will continue to listen to, uh, even after this episode, for sure. I, I, I'm a fan. I like it a lot.
2: Good. I enjoyed this album. So I knew of this. I, I knew the album. Uh, one of the reasons when we were like, which one should we do first? I, I know the I know the Fraley Comet albums better than this. Yeah, that I, is I a good album. I a lot of the Fraley Comments uh, songs because I'm more of a melodic rock guy, and I like a lot of the Todd songs. To be honest with you, but I knew the song this album was pretty good. So I wanted to kind of throw it for a loop. And I know uh this is our good friend Mr. Sonny Pooney loves this so- album. This is yep. his favorite Ace solo album.
0: Absolutely.
2: And, uh, I I thought maybe that might make it in your wheelhouse if you because I know you don't really listen to Ace solo albums much. I but don't I thought maybe this would work for you. It works. So let's 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 go with that now. What we usually do is we rank these songs. Yep. All right. So you want to go first or I can go first? It's up to you.
0: I'll go first. So, okay. What is number nine? Well, I'm going to start with number 10 because there's oh. 10 songs on the album. Yeah. <laughs> we want to just go right to number nine. <laughs> so number 10. Go ahead. We're we going to say go something. No, All no, right, no, no. So number number 10 for me. I'm sorry. It's remember me. That bluesy what? shit. Yeah.
2: Are you fucking kidding me? I'm
0: not gonna stand here and listen to this baloney. He won't. No, he doesn't stand for baloney. Nope. Oh my God. You. First of all, it all right. doesn't fit the album. It doesn't fit the album. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. My number 10. <laughs> I. Have trouble walking. Wow. Oh boy, this is going to be a good episode. I love these. Uh, This is already going to be good. God
1: damn.
2: Okay.
0: Nightmare. Okay. Go ahead. Number nine for for you. Number nine for me is too young to die. Yep. (laughs) Fucking embarrassing. Number nine for me is too young to die. All right. Uh, Number eight for me is fractured three. Really, I was gonna put it higher, but yeah, I don't know. I like it though. Number eight for me, "Lost in Limbo." Ooh, number, number seven, seven. Yeah, seven for me is "Hide Your Heart." Really, I don't like it. I can't listen to it without hearing Paul's voice. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yep, I can't. I can't do it. I mean, you like the song, right? I love the song, but I just don't like. This version, hear him singing it. It's a bad version. I can't listen to this. I I can't listen to it independently. All I'm hearing is, oh no, Paul's way better. I just can't listen to it. You know, wow, yeah.
2: All right, so number seven for me, uh, my number seven is Fractured Three.
0: Okay, wow. All right, six. Number six for me is Do Ya. (laughs) <laughs> I, love the place. I, I love this, this is great This is great Wow.
2: Yep Number six to me Back to
0: school Okay Number five for me These four and five went back and forth Because they're kind of the same But five for me is lost in limbo Okay Number five for me
2: shot full of rock
0: Wow That's number five Number four for me is Back to School, just for the music. The lyrics are embarrassing, but... Number four for me, Hard Your Heart. Okay. Number three for me, "Ah Head trouble walking.
2: <laughs> I can't, I'll be honest with you, I can't get the fucking thing out of my head, the chorus. I know. It's
0: so stupid. It's so stupid. It's like catchy. I
2: know. It's making me almost want to change it, but forget it. Three. <laughs> Do
0: ya? Oof. No. Alright, number two. Shot full of rock. Just not melodic at all. I, I, but I, I love l- it I don't, But that's why I, I, the song just rips. It's a good rocker. I love it.
2: I know, but it's going to have a hook. It's got to have a chorus. It's got to have... doesn't have to. Nah. I know what you're saying. It's number number just- two for me is Remember Me. Oh my god. What? Oh yes. I love that. I fucking oh, love it. Number
1: two? Two or fifty.
0: Absolutely. Has there ever been a ranking where my last song is your second song? Holy shit. That I I can't remember that. Well, this is cool. We got the same number one. The number one song is obvious on this. I think if anybody if anybody picks anything other than five card stud for the number one song on this album, then you're not you're not paying attention to the album. This is easily the number one for me.
2: Yeah, I have five card stud as well. Yep. Um, I think it's the best song in the album. However, I have to say something here. Go ahead. Five Cards Start is maybe the best song in the album, but it's not a, for me, it's not like anything close to like a song that I can't miss. I like it a lot, and even Trouble Walking is just ugh, but it's not that bad. Right. 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 It's it's nothing like, um. Some of the shit ecstasy on Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Oh god, no, yeah. Um, yeah. Or those other fucking stupid drum beats that he does on those albums. Yeah. So it's nothing horrendous like that. And the middle stuff, honestly, I like remember me sticks out. I love the guitar. I love that guitar. Okay. Um, but like, do you down a lost in limbo? I could change that anytime and not even think of anything.
0: Me too. Oh, me too. Me too.
2: Like it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't have a big preference. I was like, how the fuck am I going to pick these? Like, honestly, there's nothing that it's it. I just randomly kind of put this together. I'm not that passionate about the order. I like a lot of the songs. I like this album. It's a good album.
0: Yeah. The thing I like,
2: I think there's a lot of fives and sixes. There's not a lot of twos or threes on this album. I don't think there's anything that's a three. I don't think Trouble Walking would be like a three to me or. Maybe it's a right. four or five, but right, right, right. The thing I like about I this,
0: the, the thing I like about this album, it's it's kind of like it's like a stripped down, just ballsy like rock album. Maybe it's not melodic, but it's just, yeah. it's just you know what it means. It's just like a stripped down hard rock record. It's not hair metal, you know, but it's also not Metallica, you know. It's not Poison. It's just like a ballsy Ace record, and I, I think that's know, why I that like why
2: it. I have uh, the blues thing just is different, and I really yeah, no, I, I get Do, it, you, I get you, it. Do you and hide your heart and yep. those are higher for me and back to school, those yep. are more melodic than any of right, the other right, ones.
3: Right, right. Um,
2: so yeah, five cards side for both of us. Now we've done one other non-KISS album, and that was um Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Let's do the covers. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I would rather look at fucking Vinnie Vincent's ass probably. <laughs> Than Ace's face.
0: I don't think Ace is ever going. Well, who knows what the future holds. He doesn't but, look that bad here. No, no, he doesn't. He does. He doesn't. But I'm taking that all systems go cover over this one a, a, yeah. any day of the week. Any day
2: Absolutely. of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't even know what the fuck this cover is. It's kind of no. weird. No, ah, it's, it is. So let's go to album itself. Yep. Which do you prefer, Vinnie Vincent Invasion All Systems Go or Ace Frehley Trouble Walking?
0: Definitely, all systems go. I like this album, but all systems go is just it, it's just an epic fucking album. That's going to be tough to beat. That yeah. for me, at least, um, that is by far the better album than.
2: Trouble yeah, in. absolutely. And this yeah. isn't a bad album. This is a good album. Yep, I like this album. It's just not as good as that. No. So nope. Anyway, that is uh, Trouble Walking by Ace Fraley We got through another album review.
0: We did. So we did We usually go to questions. What do we got? All right. So we got a question here from a big fan of the show, Mr. Scott Rifen. Excuse me if I'm not pronouncing that right, Scott, but that I'm saying it how it's spelt. <laughs> so his yeah. question is, so he kind of phrases it like what one item of kiss merchandise or kiss memorabilia or kiss album. Do you regret buying? So he gives a couple of examples. So he goes like he, he wrote, you know, Paul Stanley Backstage Pass book. He said, face the music was a triumph. This one read like a money grab. Then he says, Um Ace Frehley's anomaly. Sorry, I hate it. I tried it. I hate it. So he's he says, Is there anything KISS merchandise book album, you know, anything that you've ever bought that you're like, ugh, kind of a little disappointed in that. I kinda wish I didn't get that or whatever. You know what okay. I mean?
2: There's nothing I would ever say that I bought of kiss that I wouldn't want to have. Okay. So like you know what I mean? Like I because I want to have every single CD. I'll eventually want to have every single book. So, so anything even though anything some that- are better than others. Yeah, I would say how 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 about this. The easy thing for me to say is obviously Paul Stanley's book is the worst of all these books. I bought it. I'm upset that I wasted my time reading it because it was fucking awful. Um, and then I would maybe go into what, uh, you know, some of the compilations that suck. Do I really need Kiss Gold versus Kiss Millennium Experience, whatever the fuck they are?
1: Whatever the fuck you guys call it, or
2: Greater Kiss, or whatever. You know, all the albums are that are overrated and stuff, the stuff that we already have the compilations for. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a tough one because, like, as a Kiss fan, you kind of know what you're buying, so very rarely you're going to be like surprised by something. Although, I know it's kind of the easy way out. We're all agreeing on the same thing that that backstage pass book was just that is not what I want to read when I'm buying a book by a Kiss member. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I can't think of any CDs or any kind of compilations or anything that I that I've oh, gotten. I can think the like,
2: one thing I had once. Go ahead. I had the Kiss Crazy Nights VHS. It was basically oh god videos.
0: brutal. Yeah, that was, bad. was just the three videos. <laughs> like, that was bad. Oh, actually speaking of uh, one thing that I did get that was pretty shitty. It came out uh, during the psycho circus promo. They did that 3d VHS video set that came with yeah. 3d glasses. Yeah, it was bad. It was, it was, it was bad, but generally speaking, it's a great question. Scott, thank you for sending it in. We always appreciate questions. Yeah, I, I, you're right, I think it's easy I think most people would agree with that Paul book As being probably the number one item Yeah. Okay, so uh,
2: Tom, you want me to go Why don't I do it this time? Go ahead. People can find us on iTunes, Google Play Stitcher, Spotify Pandora, iHeartRadio YouTube YouTube um, <laughs> You know, you can uh, All other places that you can get your Podcast, you can find us uh, you name the podcast platform that you use And if you can't find us on us Let us know We will certainly put our podcast on there But we're on everywhere uh, Please interact with us on social media We have the Instagram account We have the Twitter account We have the Facebook page And we have the Facebook group Recently, we just started that group. Recently, we just moved that up to about five hundred listeners. That's uh, right, followers to the group page. People post stuff on there all the time, so it's interesting stuff. Please become a a member of the Facebook group page. Uh, Shout it out loud, Casters. I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, So you have those social media accounts. Please give us a a review on iTunes, uh, on PodChaser. You can dot uh, podchaser.com. You can do it even on you know everything from Spotify, Stitcher. Give us a five-star Dad? child review, you know. So we appreciate those. We read them online. Uh this week we had a couple Podchaser five-star reviews from Vault's Russ 78, serial man, just to name a few. Uh, and you know, we have people that continuously give us those five-star reviews. We have people that give us them on iTunes. We appreciate it. We read them and we thank you for them. And the best way to interact with us, and we do read these, are the emails. Uh, email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. If they're general, we will read them at the end. If they're episode specific, we will read them in the beginning, like we did earlier today. Right?
0: Absolutely. No, and, and uh, go ahead finish
2: no and uh lastly uh i was gonna say we are a proud member of the pantheon podcast family and uh with that we if you listen to pantheon you'll find a bunch of different podcasts about you name it women in rock the band weezer bands that suck
0: literally there's rock stuff Yep, and our so, Buddy Martin Buddy Martin Popoff put out another great episode today on this Wednesday, so check that out for sure.
2: Martin Popoff is on with us. So, yeah, Pantheon Podcast is where the network that we belong to. So please support them. And then lastly, we are also with our brother at clicktshop.com. Click K with a K, uh P.com. Click T-shop.com. That's where you can get all your Shout it out loudcast merch You can get hats, gloves Fucking cups Piss cups for all I know um, Whatever you want, it's there Pillowcases, blankets, beach towels You name it, they have it Ed also has a ton Of original Kiss-like themed Merch that he has out there Take a look at them, they're awesome stuff He has an exclusive deal with Eric Carr's family. So he's got a lot of Eric Carr specific merchandise that is fantastic. And Ed is a great guy. And a lot of our podcast brethren are also partnered with Ed. So if you like another podcast, you'll probably find their T-shirt on there. You can also buy theirs. So we always uh, respect our podcast friends in the community and we hope that you guys will listen to them as much as you listen to us. And please visit ed at click dot shop.com. Other than that, anything else you want to add?
0: No, Uh, just thank you everybody for constantly interacting with us. Um, you know, we love it. Send the emails, Interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, we love it. You know, interact with that Facebook group, post pictures, articles, videos, anything you want. Let's just uh, make it all one big happy kiss family. I'd like a picture naked of me, please. Thank you, as Absolute. always. And yep. we should be uh,
2: doing a uh, a new live cast coming soon. Yep. Be on the lookout for that. We'll post it. You probably saw that we posted our new our one from a couple weeks back where we did about Bob Kulik's passing and everything. We just did that, uh, was able to get that and just put it on as an episode, just kind of like a bonus thing, not even a bonus. Just put it out there if anybody wants to listen to it. We're not making it part of our episode list. So. But it's out there if you want to review it, and it's going to be on YouTube. So if you want to look at it, you can find it on our Facebook page or on YouTube, and that's our uh, live stream that we did on the night of Bob passing Bob Kulik passing And we talked for about two and a half hours Tom With our good friend Sonny Pooney And yeah, what yep. the hell did we talk about besides Bob
0: Oh my god we talked about everything We got into a nice argument about Van Halen Then we talked about just you name it We talked about everything So if you missed the Facebook video check it out If, you, uh, if you're looking for something, some little entertainment there it's uh, We had a lot of fun with that
2: Yeah and if you are uh, surprised That we went off topic Then you, uh, you really don't know us that well <laughs>
0: Exactly, yes.
2: So, Tom, at the end, you know what we usually do famous last
0: words. Taste the hard rock candy, guaranteed to melt in your mouth. Jump back now, Jim Dandy. East, west, north, and south. Jim (laughs) Dandy.
2: Settle down. Jiminy Cricket. All right. All right. Now I'm the teacher, but I have no degree. Forget the rest.
0: I'll teach you biology. <laughs> Thank God you picked something from that song. Now, oh, you're not just done. relax and you'll do your best. Concentrate and you'll pass the test. <laughs> that is <laughs> such r- ridiculous lyrics it's great i love it i could have found many more so oh, like, i know the entire song of other stuff there. absolutely yep. um, this was fun tom thank you kiss army thank you zeus thanks buddy thank you everybody we hope you had fun with this uh great album uh so thank you everybody we'll talk to you soon peace out
1: girl scout <laughs>